Emma. I'm wearing Playboy Bunny ears. Playboy Bunny ears. Playboy Bunny ears. Max. Max. Hi, everybody. Konnichiwa, minasan. Hajimashu. Max, de dozenashimas. Bonjour, ¿cómo te llamas? Yo me llamo Max. Hola, ¿cómo están todos de regreso? Hola, hola, bonjour. Hola, bonjour. Buenas noches. Here's Max. We're here with Max, you guys. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. I really, I really appreciate it and it means a lot to me. No problem, of course. Thank you. We're so excited. So, we want to introduce you guys to Max. So, you know me, I'm Lulu Supervale. This is my mama. Marisol Cornwell, uh, we're from Huga Beauty and Lashes Del Sol, and we have invited Max to um, have a podcast with us, uh, an episode, and a uh, YouTube. Yay. Yay! So Max Estrada is uh, from E-Nail Couture, actually exclusive Nail Couture. Yes, that is a full legal name. Yes, uh-huh. but your your website is E-Nail Couture. That's right, com. E-Nail Couture. Okay, cool. And so tell me a little bit about yourself, Max. What is it you do? I mean, we're, we're in a lash business, <laughs> and we're interviewing a nail person. Like, what the heck? We're actually interviewing him because... But there is a reason. There's what? a reason for that. There's He's, a reason to the madness. It is. Yes. He is in the beauty industry, and mm-hmm. you all know, you all get your nails done. Um, yeah. And so we wanted to bring him in because being in the beauty industry, he's got a lot of insight. We're going to tell mm-hmm. you a little bit about him and his business, and you guys can see why we want you guys to hear from mm-hmm. him. So, um, I've been in the beauty industry for about 21 years now. And I've been in research and development for in the beauty industry for a, maybe like 15 years now. And I started my own company roughly about six years ago. And I am in the manufacturing side of the business. Okay. So I manufacture all of my nail products here in America. Um, we manufacture gels, acrylics, brushes, files, everything. We have like over 5,000 SKUs. So we have a huge, huge That's variety. So we yeah. are actually right now in his... Warehouse mm-hmm. and in my office is, in the studio in the studio. That's where all the lights and everything are right here. Right, and he does a lot of videos, you guys. If you check him out on Instagram, <clears throat> it's called uh, King of Nail. King of Nail. So not nails. Just one nail. One uh, nail. You know, like the Angela Johnson. Yeah. One, one nail. nail. <laughs> one nail. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, but no, we're in his warehouse, and we can't show you guys his warehouse because you'd have to sign a lo- like a non disclosure. All of you guys except me. Uh-huh. Anyway, <laughs> she's crazy. No, but um, yeah, so we're here. It's really, really cool. Really impressive. Lots of formulations, lots of raw materials and things like that. Lots of chemicals. Lots of mm. glitter. Yeah, I know. It's really, really cool mm-hmm. in here. And lots Fine. of Hello Kitty. And lots of machines. And actually, all the Hello Kitties I've gotten, like I even have some back there and things like that. They've been yeah. uh, gifts from uh, all my all my viewers and fans or people that I know and things like that. They've all been gifts. Oh, that's so nice. We actually met a girl uh, at the Texas Lash of Brow Conference, mm-hmm. uh, Mandy mm-hmm. from Australia. Um, she is also a big like, Hello Kitty Hello person. Kitty. Yeah. Like she's got a whole little shrine to her Hello Kitty stuff. Oh, really? It's cute. She showed us pictures. And then I have another one too that like um, I've gotten gifts like chocolates that people give me or drawings of myself and things like that too. Oh That's gosh, really cool. So I have so that too. Cool fan art. Okay, yeah. so let me tell you guys how big he is. So when did you start? Wait, why did you start doing nails in the first place? Because it's That's not coming for a guy to want to do nails. I grew up in it. So like okay. you, you, my mom does nails. So, like, you guys are, like, mother and daughter. Your mom right. does eyelashes, and you also, I guess... Find I used pu- to do eyelashes. Oh, now you're... But I don't. I do all the, now the behind-the-scenes. All the, the behind-the-scenes. The, the business. The puppet master. Yeah. Um, I grew up in it. So, I remember being, like, really little and going to, like, trade shows. And um, I remember reading Nails Magazine. And I remember it very vividly. And there was a page called um, The Top 25. And before... This was before social media. Like, I was, like, maybe, like, 11 or 12 years old, 13. And I remember looking at this this magazine article, and it was the top 25 nail competitors in the world. And all the top, I think all like top, maybe top three, were all men. Oh. And I remember reading an article, and um, they were like, they were treated like rock stars. Like, they would travel the world, they would do educations, they were working for companies. Wow. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. I want to do that. Yeah. 
and I mean you're already in the business. Your mom's in the business, so it's like what you what you what you knew. Yeah, and you before, do what you know. And before social media, um, we didn't have it. We didn't have Facebook. We didn't have Instagram. We had nail competitions, and that's how p- people in the nail industry got recognition. That's how right. you became the um, elite of your okay. industry was through nail competitions. And that's I awesome. started competing at 15. Oh my wow. gosh. And that's crazy. my first nail competition, I placed top 10 out of 50 people. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. At 15? And I was really, I mean, I was like 15 years old. I was like really super naive. I went into it thinking I was going to win it, right? Yeah. And I remember um, going to co- complain to the judges, and I was like, how come I didn't win? I think I should have won. <laughs> Because you're 15, you think the world's your oyster, right? Yeah, for sure. Why didn't you win? And then she said, she's like, well, let me see your nails. And I brought my model over. And um, she looked at it and she's like, well, they're not bad. But I think you should go look at, you know, the ones that won and compare them. And then you'll know. Okay. So um, first place had already left. So third place was there. So I went and I compared mine to third place. And I was like, oh, Oh. now I know what I need to do. Yeah. So um, I was actually really fortunate enough to train with, the, like the people I would like looked up to in the magazines, yeah, and I would read. And I was like, you know, all these names. I got trained by them. That is, you know, oh, wow. they probably felt like you weren't a threat because you were so young. Yeah, yeah. So they were willing to teach you, right? Yeah, and especially one per- one um, person in his company. I worked for them for eleven years in research and development, and he re- he really like, um, he's like a father figure to me, and I still look up to him a lot. And he has his own company, I have my own. But I still look up to him a lot because I, I guess he kind of made me who I am. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, your mentor. Yeah, yeah, of course, 100%. And he, he told me, he's like, you know, if you really want to get good at a certain kind of art, you should right. go to Russia. So I went to school in Russia and I was there for six months training in Russia and in the Ukraine. And then I also trained in South Korea because that's where our Asian headquarters were at for that right. company. And I went there and I trained for a long time as well. So that's kind of like, um, I guess he molded me in his image. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That so awesome. That's so cool. And so... When did you decide to... Because you used to own a salon mm-hmm. uh, with a nail, a nail salon. Yeah, I had my nail people, salon for eight years. And you, how many people do you have working for you then? Um, I think at the most I had maybe like five or six, but it, it was so hard to staff it. So yeah. I decided when I got into manufacturing to completely get rid of the salon. And that was one of the best decisions I ever did And in my how life. long ago was that? Maybe six years ago. Six years so six years ago, you decided to finally start your mm-hmm. own nail line, which is... Where we are now. Enocouture.com. Yeah, yep. that's right. And this then King and Nail, go look at him. And um, I got that name, actually, because my teacher in Russia, she she called me Karol, Karol de Nail. Karol means king in king. Russian. Okay. And she and she would put her hand like this. She's like, that's your crown. Oh. And that's where the name came from. So you just called yourself <laughs> King and Nail. Yeah. So why didn't you call your brand King and Nail? Um, I didn't want to seem um, self-centered or, or egocentric, so I didn't want to like put my name in it or call it King of Nail or anything like that. Oh, okay, okay. And okay. I and I and I wanted to also create um, something that was very uh, meaningful to me as a company. Right. Um, packaging was really important. I grew up uh, watching like Japanese cartoons a lot too. Yes, so I, I can up, tell. Yeah. All your videos, and you all have the the yeah Japanese anime. Like, yeah, I grew up and I'm a huge, huge, huge K-pop fan too. So I and packaging, I wanted to create something that um, was reminiscent of my childhood and things I really liked. My aesthetic because it's all yeah. about aesthetics now, right? With the younger right. generations, I wanted to create a, an aesthetic that was. Um, I don't know about the lash packaging and things like that, but I've seen some from like being at trade shows and things like that. And it's like very like either like very like black or white, White, very neutral. It's very simple. It's the simple chic. Or very, it almost comes across as a little masculine too. In the nail industry too, we have a lot of black, white, blue packaging. And I was like, I want to do something completely opposite. There are, I've seen some eyelash companies that have pink as well too. But for me, I want to create something that was really feminine, really fun, really youthful. Because for us, I mean, different. yeah, we're it makes putting, you stand out. Yeah, we're putting glitter and, and color and rhinestones on people's nails. So I wanted to do something 
that was fun. Yeah, that's amazing. That is so awesome. Um, and so tell me, it might be a little personal. What is your gross annually now this year? This oh, year? Yeah, this year. Come on, guys. You're gonna you're I gonna got... die when you hear this. I don't know. Shut up. You just told me what it was. <laughs> I need them. to call. Tell I need to ask my accountant. <laughs> Give me a rough. Globally. U.S. and then we'll do we'll talk. No, global. like for our global sales. Yes, your global sales. Around maybe twenty million. Oh my god, you guys, twenty million dollars. Around anywhere from seventeen to twenty for twenty nineteen. So that's crazy, and that's global, guys. He has and that's gross. That's gross. That's yes. not, you know, including like taxes. And right. And after your overhead and all that kind of crap that goes into payroll, it, right? payroll. and all that kind of stuff too. Okay. Cause he does have workers in the factory and yeah. everything yeah. And, and he works with his mom and, and your dad, your brother. Right. And so, yeah, those family, are some of my staff, some business. of the staff. And so a family business and you, um, you took all that from six years ago to now. Yeah, and it started with zero, with nothing, too. That's amazing. Yeah. And how many distributors do you have in the, around the world? Um, that's fluctuating right now because we're restructuring our, glo- our global um, uh, sales strategies for 2020. Okay. But right now, around 11. 11. Okay, that's amazing. And how many countries? Oh, obviously 11 countries, right? Yeah, so inocouture.com products are available worldwide because of the internet. It's so easy for... for Shipping, yeah. Yeah, but um, at one point we were in... Um, Gosh, let me see if I can remember all of them. Uh, India, Japan, Thailand, um, Canada, uh, Holland, Belgium, Lux- Luxembourg, Iceland, Sweden, and the UK. And I, th- I think that's all I can remember for now. That's okay. That's a lot. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. I'm so impressed. That's amazing. Okay, so you guys, he knows his stuff. He knows his business. He knows his manufacturing. Um, and he has run a salon. Just so, so many of you guys, you're wondering, well, what is that relevant to me? I'm not wanting to start a brand or a manufacturing company. Mm-hmm. Um, we're actually today, we're going to be talking about um, how to build your clientele. Yeah. Ooh. But also, it's important to say why we have Max. Oh, yeah. Why we have but Max. Max but is going to be on our Scastel Lash and Brow Conference and yeah. Competition. Yay! So he's going to be talking to us about Instagram, how to build your Instagram. And, but today we're not going to talk about that. We're going not to be too talking much. About, yeah. yeah, not too, too much. Just because we don't want to take away from his actual talk at the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really, really good. If you guys follow him, he's, he has over 500, almost, you have a million or half a million half followers. A, over half a million. Over half a million Ooh. followers in the nail business, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think any lash company is even close to that right now. I think the most I've seen for lashes, because I do follow a few lash artists. Right. Including you guys. Of course. Yes. Lashes don't sell in Huga. (laughs) Um, The most I've seen for a nail, a a lash company is maybe 140K. Yeah. That's, I think, the highest I've seen, around 140, not quite 200K yet. Mm -mm. Yeah. So, you guys, he's a big deal. Um, He's a big deal. Like, seriously. He works hard. He pulls I work hard every single day. Every single day. Every day. And so, what you guys can do, obviously, you guys want to know how to work every single day, how to get those clients. Actually, it was funny. I I just saw a post today on Facebook, one of the last Facebook forums, Mm -hmm. asking, talking about this very issue is how to build your clientele. They said, the girl said something like, um... You guys, I had three models lined up this weekend, and they all canceled on me. She's like, I don't know how to start. I don't know where to start because I feel like I can't practice because my models are canceling on me. So it's like, (laughs) how do you build your clientele? So what's the number one thing you would recommend, Max? Because I have my own, like, list, but you... Well, how did I build my clientele in the beginning? Yeah, like, Um... like, we're going to go through, like, bullet points. Like, number one. What's What's your number one? Offer something that nobody else is offering. Okay. Why should people go, like, for nails or for lashes... I think in general, why would somebody go to you versus going to somebody else? Because there's so many people that do the same things we do, right? Right, exactly. Why? What makes you special? What makes you different? What are you offering that nobody else is offering? Right. 
And for me at the time, um, for me, for, for nails, I was offering a lot of nail arts. And you know, yeah, what? I remember that. I remember you. Yeah, we ha- we followed him he for like a long time. I've been Marisol like yeah. maybe like, at the very end when you decided maybe to like 13, quit. 14 years already. Yeah, well, no, no about not seven that. Years. Seven years. Seven years. Seven years. So, when you, so I met you towards the end of my yeah, when you were yeah. selling the salon. Yeah. Right. Then he told me, I'm not going to be doing nails no more. But you can come and to my factory <laughs> and I'll do yours. And okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah. she, yeah, that was really, really cool. And so you would say you're, that's your number one. Yeah. And also my nails had a look to them too. So okay. like maybe for eyelashes, you, your eyelashes have a look to them. Cause when people would look at the nails that I would do, they were like, Oh, Max did your nails. Yeah. Yeah. And that was very like common, especially where we, in the area that we live, everyone yeah. was like, Oh, those are Max nails. Max did your nails. Max did your nails. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. We don't really have that quite that in the lash world just because uh, a lot of lashes look very similar. You can't mm-hmm. really tell where they come from unless you have like some sort of, like you said, like an artwork, which is called lash art, mm-hmm. which not a lot of people get like some glitter spikes. Like mm-hmm. If you're known for doing that kind of stuff, like you have those clients who want a little extra bling on their mm-hmm. lashes. Um, that's awesome. Then yeah. that's, so. that can definitely promote you mm-hmm. um, in the lash world, but not many people do that. No one wants so to So you do something different than anybody... So do something different, number one. And I actually, I personally think that number one for at least us uh, for is, is word of mouth. For you? Okay. Uh, I started with zero clients and how I started with Groupon. Wow. And I know that some people don't like Groupon, but controversial. That was the yeah, only, it is. But super. the only way that I was able, because in a different city that I didn't know anybody, I was just renting a place and I was sitting there. And said, okay, what the hell am I going to do? <laughs> so I said, I'm going to do Groupon. So I did like about 300 Groupon. I know that I was dead by the end of the day because so many people came. <laughs> and I still have a lot of the same Groupon people that wow. still have a lot of those yeah, people. Yeah, they still come to the so, yes. They know her. They always drop names. Like they're always yeah. name dropping. They're like, "I was Marisol's client, you know, when she first started." And yeah. I think that's really good because um, I think, especially at the time when you did it, it really opened up the door for people to try something because, new. Yeah, it actually was what like so when we when she opened up uh, started doing lashes in Tucson. Uh, there wasn't really any lash studio, no. studio at no. all, no. ever. So it was like, really, she was it like... Was something new for people. Exactly. So she didn't It was novelty. It, exactly. Yeah. So that's why she was so busy, and it really, really helped the Groupon thing. I mean, I know right now it's not really like... it's The novelty has worn off. Everyone knows they can get lash extensions done. But for the most part, if you want to start your business, hey, that's one route you can go yeah. to if you're willing to cut... Cor- not cut corners, but just cut costs. Cut just your to profit. Get people, right. So that you can get people in the door so that you can actually get experience and get better. Because you're never going to get better if you don't do practice. it practice exactly and i think there's also two kinds of clientels in any industry you have a clientele that's always looking for the cheapest mm-hmm. and you have a clientele that wants quality, the best quality exactly yeah. or that wants something that's you know worth paying for exactly. exactly and i mean you can't convince a client that's she's looking for the cheapest eye set of eyelashes i mean go girl bye yeah bye Good luck with you that. get really cheap lashes and not to be like offensive mm-hmm. or anything because you're a nail guy but like you get, you get really lashes cheap. at the nail places and they suck <laughs> so- <laughs> Well, I don't. I don't care. I don't, I, he doesn't do la- it doesn't, lashes. It doesn't affect me. Right, it doesn't affect. Them. But there are nail. There are some nail uh, salons out there that are doing uh, what they're advertising it as uh, lash extensions. But the they're clusters. Not, they're clusters. They're, they're just like clusters and clumps, and they awful. And it gives our lash, our actual lash Artist. extensions artists, a bad rep because they're like, oh no, I got them done at my nail place or my nail place, and they bucks. destroyed my lashes. Yeah. Or they'll come into our studio and they'll but, say, but since I changing too. <clears throat> okay. So I seen now there is a lot of nail girls. That do nails that are starting to do the way we do it too. Because now, so I right? There are, yeah, that's it. I have, remember I actually in a 
Nahuatuki, our girl next door, she does nails and she's doing the That's lashes. True. She is and doing she it, do the, right it way. the way we do it. And she does In buy fact, our she products. She buys our products and then she's and doing Now the products. clientele is getting more discriminating because now they have access to so much information and so much knowledge. I mean, yes. if you want to learn how to do eyelashes, I mean, you can go on YouTube and click how oh, to yeah. do eyelashes. A lot extensions. of girls are doing that right now. They're learning on their own on YouTube, but so it the, sucks. Now they... the clientele is like more discriminating. Now they know exactly what they want and what to look for. And if they want something with quality, they know it's not going to be cheap. It's not going to be, you know. So it, I think it's kind of like a double-edged sword. It is, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that one. So I actually wanted to also talk a little bit more about word of mouth. Um, because super like important. you said, super important. I think it's the number one important because really people don't, like Like you can get the group on, great, fine. But the once they come into your door, it's now how are you going to get them to come back in the door and spread get the word? Get you more people. Right, get you more people. You have to exactly. do like a bomb-ass job and give them a beautiful, beautiful experience. So every person that comes through the door, you need to treat it. And I tell my girls this. Every person that sit right here in front of me, behind my chair, you know, in front of my chair, I treat it like it was an Oprah Winfrey. She, to me, she's the most important person. She's I like awesome, you know, and then I'll give so much kindness and love. And this person never, never is going to leave you. If yes. you treat it like she's number one, because everybody wants to feel treated. They special. Feel special. Like, and like special and like you're the queen. You yeah. Know? And I think, Max, you had, earlier when I was talking to you, you had mentioned a good point. It's, well, who do I get? How do I get people to actually come? Like, what kind of people? So we're going to give you a little trick, like Max's trick uh-huh. um, that I didn't really think about. And it's, but it's very, very true. <laughs> do this you guys the people you want to get in your door to really spread the word about your eyelashes or your nails is stripper <laughs> I love my strippers but you know what you know what Girls that want those kinds of eyelashes you want to do really long, you oh, know, glamorous. Super. They want they want everything. The, yeah, the they whole want the shebang. thick stripper lash look. They want the the mega volume, and that's a hard everything. thing though. But that's also a double edged sword in the lash industry too, because if you're starting out, uh, you're only you've learned how to do just classic, so one extension on one eyelash. Where and it it's hard for those new girls to really get the strippers mm-hmm. to give them that really thick voluminous look because and you know they what? Have to learn how to do mega volume. In Spanish, they have a saying: "Echando perderse aprende." Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> translate for our, our people who are. How would you watching. translate that, Marisol? <laughs> Messing up will make you learn. <laughs> the Let's more you learn together. Yeah. yeah. Let's learn together. Or yeah, the more you mess up, you'll you'll learn. Or she won't know. Like yeah, she won't know. Well, the thing is, well, <laughs> she'll be fine. <laughs> Just put some more mascara on top of them. She'll be fine. We don't put mascara okay. on top of our extensions. No, no, no. Don't listen too much, you guys. Don't. I don't know about it. I don't wear any. Marisol's like, you should put eyelashes well, look, on. His like, eyelashes are super good. My eyelashes good. are super long. Super beautiful. And really we need dark. Do, we need to do a lash lift on you. My eyelashes are already curly. No, but we love more. They touch my eyebrows. More, and that way your mascara looks really good. I don't wear mascara. Well, you should. Why? Because it makes your eyes pop. They already do. My eyes are like crystal blue, and I wear <laughs> orange eyeshadow. You're cute. Okay, so getting back on track, you guys. So strippers. Okay, great. Awesome, awesome. Just don't make a morning appointment because well, they won't show and up. Also, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. they won't show up because they work the night before. So, so they're tired. Yeah, super tired. Um, what, who else? Yeah. Makeup counter girls. Matt yes. counters. So what I, how I started building up my clientele a long time ago for nails was... Um, what's so funny? <laughs> Why is she laughing? <laughs> Just thinking about you. Just no, keep talking about oh. what are you going to say. Oh, you already know I already told you. Um, <laughs> okay, go ahead. These girls are so giggly. Oh, okay. Um, I forgot my, my makeup counters. Yeah, makeup counters. yeah so I said, well, I, just in general... 
is that you are your own billboard, right? Yes, of course. I scolded Lulu right now, I know, too. because he, where's your lashes? You're about like, to make a recording. Lashes? And where's your lashes? I'm sorry, I don't have lashes. No. So people want what they see, right? Exactly. El amor nace la vista. Exactly. It means in Spanish, it means out of eyesight, it, love is born, right? Yep. Love at first sight. Yes. Love, is love at first sight. Yes. So especially in general, um, I did a little bit of psychology when I was in uni. And women, when they see something, they'll determine if they want it within the first 30 seconds or not. Right. So you are your own billboard. You are your own method of advertising, too. So, for example, um, uh, for, for nails, I, I, don't wear na I don't wear nails, but I would, my mom does. So right. I would bling up my mom's nails. I would go all out, right? Right. So that would be really eye-catching. And then we would go to the makeup counters like MAC. Because the girls that shop at MAC are more likely to wear fancy nails. Right. Mm -hmm. Which means also they were more likely to wear fancy eyelashes versus a girl that works like at Estee Lauder, who's maybe like a little bit of an older clientele. Older clientele, right. With like a French or like a classic lash or whatever, right? Yeah, you want, because you had a unique look, so yeah. you wanted to market to them. Yeah, and like girls that work at like Sephora or Ulta or anything like that too. So I would yeah. go and then they would like, you know, we would just go wherever and they would like, oh, let me see your nails. They would tell my mom that. And they're like, who does your nails? And my mom would go like, oh, my son does my nails for me. Yeah. And then that's the conversation started and then you pull out your business card. Right. As funny as this sounds, or as like old-fashioned, have a really beautiful, eye-catching business card. Yes, yes. Actually, I just talked about this uh, with an interview I just did with um, uh, Paul mm -hmm. and Tiffany from Lashcast Podcast in my previous interview, and we talked about business cards and how to market yourself. And they say the pretty much the main printout advertising you should have is your business cards mm -hmm. because it really is like it's something you can get tangible. You can mm -hmm. give to people, and they'll keep it. Totally. And also, like, having a really, um, like, uh, your Instagram, which is your portfolio. Think of your Instagram yes. as your portfolio. Yes. So if, you're, if the girl wants to see, like, oh, I want to see what kind of lashes or whatever, nails or whatever it is this person does, right? They're going to go on Instagram and go, like, they're going to clock it. Right. And see what because kind of Because it's all visual. Mm -hmm. It's all just, uh, it's, a, it's a gallery of everything you Think have. Think of it as your portfolio. So your business card is, like, what's going to catch them on. So if you have a really beautiful business card, my business cards are huge. They're the size of postcards. Shut up. So they're harder to lose, too. Really? Oh yeah. my gosh! So I would give my my business card out to girls that worked at makeup I, counters. I don't have one. You don't have one? No, no. I'll give you one. Remind me. Okay, remind I me. Remind me. I love to have one. Um, girls that worked at makeup counters, um, strippers. You, we would go to the strip club and just go out and pass out our card. Right. And I would like, or I would go with um, friends of mine who I would do their nails. Yeah. And we would go to the club, and the girls would be like, "Oh, let me see your nails, girl. Mm -hmm. Who does them for you?" And then you make them like glow in the dark. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Some girls okay. like it. Some girls don't. All right. So it just depends on the person. Okay. Um, girls that work at banks. Girls that work at cashiers, um, bank tellers, restaurants, people. Restaurants, women, yeah, restaurants. girls yeah. that are in front of people all the time too, and that's the um, um, what do you call it? That's the the hook. Yeah, that's the hook, right? Real line bait. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I love that. Okay, so word of mouth, obviously, super super important, you guys. Mm -hmm. If you guys can think of any other category, in whatever of a, of a type of person. Who... Because you can have, you can spend so much money selling, sending mailers or things like that, and no, of course. If the prices are really cheap, people will go maybe once. No, but the thing is, you don't make no money off of mailers mm -hmm. or like news ads or billboard no. ads. No, you're paper. wasting. You're wasting. And it's it. a waste of paper. Yes. Oh yeah, we've done it so many times, and it's and just those things are probably like print in magazines or anything like that, or maybe for like established brands. But nowadays, um, no. the 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 way that social media has changed the industry and things yes. like that. Yes. Print is dead. Print is dead, and you know, even for magazines, big magazines, uh, like right now, uh, Lash. Inc. I think is going to now be digital. A lot of magazines are going digital. Well, you know what was really interesting? For example, this is kind of off topic, but like right. one of the biggest magazines in the world, Playboy. Oh yeah, Playboy went from is being going digital now. Huh? No, it went from being. That's you know, my magazine. You see my. Yes, brand. these are actually real Playboy bunny ears I bought that were worn by our actual playmates. <laughs> oh my 
I spent a lot of money on them. And, and Hugh Hefner, did he give that to you? No, no, no. I bought them online. Oh, you bought them online. Yeah, okay. at an auction. They were worn by a real Playboy bunny. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Now um, these three are Playboy bunnies. Well, we should get a glow light and see how dirty it is. Huh. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, it went from, you know, printing like 700,000 issues to being by, um, a quarterly magazine. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I now, yeah. It's hard. It's and, hard and print. It's, it's bad for the environment, too. It's just a waste of paper. Well, and then guys are looking all online anyway. So it's like, why do they care to have a magazine and then get caught? And they can't carry the magazine everywhere with them. They can look at their phone. I was talking about, like, in general, like, print advertising, not about that well, kind of stuff. Well, I'm talking about the whole reason how the guys, like, let me, because you can re- relate that as the, cl- the guy is the client. So we're talking about women being our client. I mean, there are guys who get lashes done as well and guys who get their nails done. But you were talking about Playboy, right? They target to guys. So I'm just talking, I'm showing the relevance of why the guy would want it actually digital versus print. And I was just talking about how this huge magazine went from being, you know, printing 700,000 copies a month. Oh, well. To, okay, well, to I went a little printing bit. four times a year. All right, exactly. well, I dived in it a little bit more. So okay. She was like, she was so, into it. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Instagram. It's, no, no, no. Uh, no, we want another another way you can uh, okay. your clientele. Number mm-hmm. three, I believe we're talking about, um, or four is um, be elite. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, be elite. Be, be elite. How do you become Max an elite? Max is going to talk to you about that. He going to tell you that. I don't know. So oh. this might be controversial for some mm-hmm. of you, but mm-hmm. you know what? It makes sense. I haven't done it, but Max done it, and it works. It worked for me very, very well. Okay, what is and what mean? I you know I like <laughs> I like fancy things. Yes. And when you walk into a fancy store, if you, if, I mean, if you look, if you go into the store and they're going to look at you funny, they're, they're not going to treat you right, right? Right. But you kind of like that because yeah. you're like, I want, I want, I want to buy it. Yeah. So what I would do if I didn't have any clients, especially at the beginning, um, people would call and they're like, hi, I want to make an appointment with Max. You don't want to make yourself too available because then it's like, why, what makes you special? What makes, yeah. you know, call up, say, I want to get a full set of lashes with Lulu. Yeah, you can come in right now. I'm available. That's going to be like, oh, she's not good because she's she's, she's available. available. Yeah. And then people would say, you know what, um, Max, when can I go in and see you? I can see you in a week. <laughs> when you had, when you already had an opening. Yeah. But like you told I, them, I, like, I you don't have anything to do. They'll be like, yeah, I'm busy right now. I can see you in a week. So you brush them off on purpose. Because then people want you more. Yeah. But and my, it creates a status. But on the other side of the story, you probably were busy doing your... Um, Manufacturing thing. No, that was early on in the career. Okay. Well, I was trying to save you back. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the lash world, if you're working for yourself, I mean, you were working for yourself. You had your own uh, salon, but um, it's hard to get wrap your mind around that. The whole, like, putting people off, you know, on purpose and missing out on money. So, how that? How long did it take you to, to of doing that kind of, of a I thing? I wouldn't do it to every single customer. I was going to say, I was like, wow, you had nobody. Look at that nail so fancy. I know. But, <laughs> like... Especially during the busy season, I would push the client out even further so that way I can see a regular. Okay. But then that client would like be like, well, he must be really good if I have to wait so long for an appointment, right? So let me book pre. So then you would build up this kind of status, this kind of like, like oh, you know, Matt, I'm going to go see Max. I'm so excited. And because- you were right because he's the best. He was oh, the best. He is he is awesome. Yeah. I still have like- yet to have him do my nails. We've talked about he it. Keep putting people I'm never here. I travel a lot. I'm gone almost every month. I know. Yeah. I know. I just I'm got sorry. back from Canada this week. And then I have to leave again next week. And then I have to leave again the following week. Okay. And then in January, it starts all over again. December, I might be here. Maybe next year, we're going to come up pro, though. Yeah, we'll probably we're probably going to come up pro. Yeah, we will. We'll go to we Hong Kong. were 
Cosmopro three years ago. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was really good. Hong Kong. Not yeah. the one here yeah, in Las Vegas. Kong, no, no Kong I've Kong. exhibited at the one in Las Vegas. I know you have. Yeah, yeah we've been to your booth. But yeah. we've awesome. been to the one in Hong Kong. But I didn't like it because um, I don't work with a rep company. Okay. So for me, it was not a profitable event. Okay. And I really decided to restructure our, how the company uh, works globally. And I felt that having distributors sell the brand was not um, was not the way for, for us to go in yeah. the future. Yeah. Because we have so many products. And some distributors, they only want certain things. So like exclusivities and things like that. Right. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to stay with some distributors that are on the same page as me. And other right. ones that are, uh, on the, are not on the same page as me. Why would I want to work with somebody? Who's not going to be on the same. Who's exactly. not selling all your, your products. Who's not part of the team. Right. For sure. I totally get that. Okay. So that's when I just said, you know what? We're going to get rid of it and just do something that's more, that makes the company grow. Right. Okay, cool. That's a nice little but side, that's a, that's side tangent. That's, that's a side tangent. Yeah, that's we'll a, bring it back on topic. So um, the main thing that I want to tell you is that I know that you want to hear from him because he is like this person that you want to pick his brain, you know. <laughs> I've been at it for but 21 years gonna, already. I know, super long time. But we are going to have him speak at the Scottsdale. Lash and bra conference, and you guys don't want to miss that. Yeah. So you're gonna be talking about um, the, Instagram. The and main marketing. focal point is gonna be like social media marketing and things like that. Because I see a lot of other people talk about social media and you know marketing and this and that, but I don't know who they are. I don't. They look at their followers. They have ten thousand followers, twenty thousand followers. It's like um. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to sound like, you know, like I'm tooting my own horn. Yeah, well, but, you are too, too. Okay. But, you know, I, I would rather take advice from somebody who, you know, who does have a lot of followers, who was able to create, you know, I call yeah. it building an empire with a cell phone. Right. Exactly. And it's That's all, true. That's true. Phone. And, you know, because now our, um, our, our world revolves around this. How many phones do you have? Six. Six phones. No, so phone. doesn't mean that you're gonna go buy another six phone. Six phones. Okay. Why, Why do you have you... six phones? Because I'm busy. I'm a celebrity. Oh my god. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I well, really give me the one that's phones. really your phone number. <laughs> Who I did? Think... I... What phone number did I call earlier? That was my cell phone. Okay, you're pro- okay. But uh, all all of a sudden, you know, the world changed, and this is the focal point of, of media. Yes. Of it's course. not television anymore. It's not magazines. This is our focal point of media. Right. Yeah. So I was really lo- fortunate enough to start off really early. In yes, we started beefy. So he started his Instagram a little yes. before we started really our Instagram and it was right at that time when uh, Instagram was barely turning into like a sales platform mm-hmm. like where it was Influent, too- before influencers mm-hmm. got really big too right it was before all of that stuff and uh, now YouTube is huge oh, YouTube is oh yeah it's yeah. super growing and I love mm-hmm. YouTube because you can so. find everything YouTube exactly so y'all are watching on YouTube Ooh. or you're listening to it on our podcast our Huga Beauty uh, podcast, podcast. So, yes. yeah it's really how cool. exciting it is taking over the world one lash at a time yes of course and you're going to want our lashes, too. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. Good. I've seen some of the products already, too, and, and I've, I guess I've given you some ideas and things like that, too. Oh, yeah. He's got so many cool ideas. I, 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 I need know. to implement them. It's so it's hard. Like, so much. It's like so much. Inf- you want to do I, it like And, you now. know, this is the thing, too. You can, so you go to different places, different conferences, and you hear so many people say, oh, you should do this, you know, to increase your social media or your Instagram, and you should do this. And a lot of times, a lot of BS. So you need to hear from the person who really knows about it. Because right. a lot of people said this and said that. And it's, you know, well, no. Right. Not really. Right. So we're going to have Max at our conference. I, I love being here at Max because we have all these 
Tool, there's props. He's got props. He's he's got to give him props. So hey, props for having do, props. We do, exactly. We do have a masquerade party at the Castellas. Ooh, with con la música de Venezuela. Oh yeah. Ole 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 ole. So it'll be the conference the day. So you guys know when the conference days are. It is April 17, 18, and 19. The 17th, like I said before, it's gonna be the first day is gonna be the competition day. But that night after the competition is done. So if you're gonna want to be uh, be involved in the lash battle. You're going to want to go register online. Just mm-hmm. go to scottsdale-browconference.com. Um, and you can register for the competition, whether it's classic or volume. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that night, we're going to have a nice, fun party. party you like should a, be wearing this, Lulu, because you don't have lashes. <laughs> oh, my God. So it covers. Okay, Lulu oh is on lashes. You should be wearing this. Yes. Next time. I will. We'll, we'll, I'll wear something really, really good. So, and what I'm going to talk about, too, at the conferences, you know, stuff that it doesn't necessarily pertain to the nail industry. But right. it pertains to the beauty industry. beauty industry. And it pertains to, you know, how to take your your platform, your media, your work. Right. Whether you are a brand, whether you are a lash artist, and how to get reactions, how to how to make it work. How to make it because work. Because you post a picture and what happens? Nothing. Yeah, you nothing. Or it gets posted <clears throat> and you do it in the morning and then it's already gone through its feed and no one's... It's lost. It's lost, right? To the 10% who exactly. should have seen it. And so it's like... How do you keep doing that and keep getting exactly. it? Exactly. So, all right, cool. So that's what we're going to touch up on a little bit. Yeah, and okay. you can so no miss this. Yeah, it's going to be great. So if you guys want to get okay. to the lash uh, to the conference, go to Scottsdale mm-hmm. Lash and Brow Conference. Um, sorry, Lashdale. Sorry. Oh my God, Lashdale. <laughs> Scottsdale Lash and Scottsdale. Bow Conference, April 2020 in Phoenix, Arizona. Make sure you don't miss it. Yes, Scottsdale. Don't miss it. Go buy your tickets now. Early bird special ends November, November 30th. 30th. So if you guys want your tickets, it's $550 right now. And after that, it's going the to go. December 1st, it's going, it goes up on $125. Really? Yeah. So what are you waiting for? I know. I don't know. We've had a lot of people <laughs> sign up already. So now is the time to take advantage. And people we have a payment plan also. So if you don't have the money right now and you're kind of like, guys, 550 bucks. For a two-day or three-day conference, you guys, this is, is nothing. Like, it's cheaper than a training. You guys, seriously, it's it's amazing. And, and you're, you're going to hear from so international people. speakers. Cool people. And so many international masters. And national. They're going to have, and national, and they're going to have some classes. But only the people who attend the conference are going to be able to sign up for their classes. Wow. Before yes. and after. So, so we're going to have, like, three and different. The, the classes are limited because about 10 people. Yeah, you have, like, 10 class, or 12 10 people, people per class. Per class so really intimate. Classes. So you get that hand, you get that hands-on, yeah. that yeah. one-on-one so one, that you want. So once we post this on the website uh, at, at com, you'll be able to see it and see the classes and see which ones they are and register and once they're sold out they're sold out so you want to get on that asap mm-hmm. um and then all that fun stuff so yeah, we have some cool that's ladies. pretty much it guys i'm okay I don't know. Do you well, know? we cover everything we covered everything we covered everything if you have any questions just send it to us and then we'll ask max and then we can yeah let us know again. if you guys even have um any other uh, ways that has helped you grow your clientele. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear it. Please let us know because we can always do another follow-up here on another few months or whatever mm-hmm. on how to build your clientele with more information in it because there's a lot of strategies you can do. Everyone does it differently, especially where they're, they're from. And treat every single client like nicely. Oprah. Like oh, yeah. Oprah Winfrey, okay? Yeah. She's, someday she's probably going to see that in front of me. And one thing I want to talk, uh, I want to touch really quickly upon about the last, um, Scottsdale Lash and Brow Conference is that don't think about the price. Think of it as an investment in your future. Think about it as an investment in your education and what it's going to um, bring to you as an artist. Because when you have that diploma of attending, it's going to make you different. Because guess what? The next, the last artist next to you is not going to have it, right? Right. And you know what? We are giving all our it's, attendants something nice. 
to go home with to show off in your studio. It's that elite status. Oh, yeah, it is. It's yeah. an elite status. It's education. It's continuing education, guys. You don't really get a lot of continuing and education. we all need it because that's the incredible thing about the beauty industry is it's always evolving and it's always changing. And I think something really special about you two is that you guys are still involved every day in the lash business mm-hmm. in the lash in the salon you know oh, marisol yeah. works every day every, every day. single day she's Love always working her. her butt off and i work my butt off but i do behind the scenes behind the scenes so, so because marisol is always working so much and so are you too yeah. you have that advantage that you know what do i need as a lash artist what do yeah. i need as as a salon owner what do i need as someone that, that wears the eyelashes as well too yeah. and that gives you the cutting edge versus another company yeah yeah exactly Thank you. I appreciate it. We love you guys. That. We love you guys. Thanks See for joining you us. Um, Please, November 30th. Kisses. Kisses. Yes. All right, guys. Have a great day. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Oh, my gosh, you guys. That was so awesome. I love Max to death. Oh, my. He's just an amazing guy. As you can tell, he is so bubbly. He's so lively. And he's just real. He's just keeps it real. He keeps it simple. He's got such great information. And obviously, you guys know that he has made something of himself really, really big, so he he knows what he's talking about. But on a more serious note, I did want to let you guys know that uh, the conference that we're we're organizing, the Scott Sale Ash and Brow Conference and Competition, uh, is going to be rescheduled. Unfortunately, we had to do this uh, because of the whole coronavirus, you know, COVID-19 going on right now all around the world. Uh, it being a pandemic, we are taking the health and safety of our of our speakers, our attendees, our sponsors, everyone going to go uh, as a priority. And we really want everyone to be safe and healthy and, and really would like to limit the exposure of this virus and its spreading. So we have decided to go ahead and reschedule that for later on this year. We're, we'll let you guys know soon when that new day will be. We'll probably let you know within the next day or two. It's going to be all over our website as well as our social media, our Instagram and everything. So please, please follow us at Scottsdale Lash Brow Conference uh, on Instagram and uh, keep up to date with me on that one. So um, and also on a lively note here, uh, the next interview that we're going to be doing is going to be with Sujin Yang talking about her gel lease um, device, which is I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard about it with it's kind of like, you know, uh, like a, an LED light to cure an adhesive for your eyelashes, you know, your eyelash extension. So it's a diff- completely different adhesive, uh, a new kind of thing. It's only been around for, you know, since last year, August. And so definitely we want you guys to know about that and and get you know, stay tuned with all the new developments and inventions happening in the uh, lash and brow world. So uh, stay tuned, you guys, and we will see you later. Have a great day.